Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to WNS Podcast. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler A. Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. <laughs> I'm Tyler Abear. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 329 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we're on the Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Podcast is on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel is at WNS underscore Daniel and Tyler is at Tyler underscore Aber. There you go. So welcome to the show. Got lots to talk about as we make our triumphant return after taking a week off. Uh, we're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown. We've got some hot topics and more. So uh, welcome to the show. How you guys doing? Doing all right. Yeah. Recovering. You ready for those sweet beats? Sweet beats? Sweet beats. Was well, that sound familiar? It was Talking Smack. Oh, this past yeah. week, everyone's saying that because I know Daniel Bryan did the rap, mm-hmm. sweet beats, and someone else said not on SmackDown. I thought uh-huh. someone else said, "Oh well, I don't know." Doug, how are you? I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. Enjoying your your week, getting ready for Fourth of July. Sure. You gonna pop any fireworks? So nope, no. So you go to work Monday and you're off Tuesday. Is the fourth Tuesday? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like my schedule as well. Let me guess. You have the whole week off. Well, no. Um, you have the whole weekend off. Four-day weekend. Every Yeah, well, yeah. Everyone at work was like the higher-ups were telling everyone to take off. Oh, so all right. Like, okay. I guess. Because we have the fourth off, so they're like, take off Monday. I'm like That must be nice. Okay. Well, anyways. So, <laughs> well, aside from that, are you ready for this weekend? I guess so. It's your birthday! Yay! I'm looking forward to, you know, hanging out with friends and having a good time, to be honest with you. Uh, Maybe I don't get into it as much as, um, like, you and Daryl. You know, it's birthday week, birthday weekend. It's just a day to to me. It's falling on the weekend. It's time to celebrate. Yeah. Time to celebrate you being birthed. Yeah. 29 years ago. Yeah. 29. God, you're so young. Yeah. Never get old, hey bear. Okay, I won't. From this moment forth, you are to stay where you are okay. as far as aging. Like right now? <coughs> yes. I'll try my best to stay 28. Okay. All right. Unless we get to your birthday and you feel like going into 29, and which we will do so. But after that, you're not making 30, my friend. Whoa. Okay. Because <laughs> you're staying forever young. Okay. You got to be... Forever young. I don't know why I felt like singing that. Hey, that's fine. If you want to cool. serenade me, that's cool. Yeah? Yeah. All right. You're going to be singing some songs Saturday, too, my main. Karaoke night. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I got to warm up the pipes. Pipes. Got to get it right. Doug's going to sing, too. Doug's singing? All right. This you know, is rapping. I don't, I don't sing. Uh, what? This is rapping. Yeah, you can rap. Maybe. See how it goes. <laughs> Do, uh, let's see. ODP. Yeah. There you go. 
Request f- courtesy of the birthday boy. Or when you get one text Lone Star to his <laughs> lyrics. Yes. But that's for Doug's birthday. No, that's not my, my birthday. Mm-hmm. Rap. I forgot. Yeah. Before we get into everything, I had this conversation with you. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen Glow? Yeah, I watched it. I'm two episodes away from finishing it. You liked it? Yeah, it's good. It's really, 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 really cool. And uh, you're going to probably laugh at me, but like this, the eighth episode I'm on, and I didn't realize until like the seventh or eighth episode, uh, Awesome Kong is in the main cast. I didn't know that was her. Yeah, she's lost a considerable amount of weight. I, I was looking up the cast because I don't see what, you know, all the wrestlers are in there. And I'm like, no, that's not her. That's her? <laughs> Holy shit, I did not recognize her at all. Yep. Haven't seen it yet, so I'm looking forward to it. It's it's really cool. Um, I was telling him John Morrison or John Mundo's in it. Carly Toe, Tyrus, Alex Riley, uh, Joey Ryan, <laughs> Kazarian, and uh, Christopher Daniels. Even Glow can sometimes go awry. Kazarian, he had like a I guess a bigger because Kazarian and Daniels were like. There was a like a, a show going on. They were just wrestling. So they were mm-hmm. showing them, and then like the main event on one of the episodes was Alex Riley versus um, Joey Ryan. And at the end, uh, Alex Riley had a bigger part because some of the girls went to go talk to him, and they had a another yeah. Thing, so, but no, it, it's really cool. Um, I can't wait to finish it. I saw where uh, our buddy John David Guerra name drop picked that up. Uh, he he's did a, a sketch about the show and even said that uh, he had friends who weren't originally interested in wrestling reach out to him saying, dude, I saw this TV show and it's pretty cool. I'd like to check out an indie show. So in your guys' opinion, uh, would it appeal to non-wrestling fans? Would what? The, the Glow series. Like, do you think that someone who's never watched wrestling a day in their life with this get them interested yeah, as well or yeah you don't need to be a fan is it easy watching yeah i no. watched it in one sitting i watched it in one sitting wow because uh, it's, it's it's pretty much <coughs> just like are they 30 minute episodes or hour 30 oh, okay 30 ish it's a little, a little over 30 35 it's just it's just girls that are actors that you know stuff happens in their life and they answer this call but they be, they become wrestlers cool i'll have to check it out which um, i also read this is not like a true story. I mean, there is glow, but this is not how it happened. Mm-hmm. So, fantasy storytelling, I guess. Okay. Well, cool. So, if you have not watched it, like myself, make sure you do that soon. Am I missing any other wrestlers? <laughs> also, uh, I know this is gonna sound stupid. I did not realize that was Carlito until the episode <clears throat> where uh, they were training those girls. Mm-hmm. And like whenever like he fell to the ground and like he comes I, out with the apple and everything. Yeah, well, I I did not notice that. I don't know why I did not know that was him <laughs> until like when he was he was he said something in the thing. I was like, holy shit, that was Carlito. I, it's the hair. Yeah. Did he say that's not cool? I don't think so. But he did yeah. have an apple, like he said. So did he spit it in anybody's face? No. Oh. Okay. Well, neat. So I'm gonna have to try and. Uh, Get around to watch that one day. Is it like you said you've seen like eight episodes and there's ten? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. And they're only 30 minutes. So. Oh, yeah. That'd be a quick watch. Easy Sunday afternoon kind of thing. 
Uh, so cool. Yeah, we got to talk about Raw. We'll talk about SmackDown. Uh, I I actually fell asleep um, during Raw. Uh, I had it DVR'd and I was trying to watch it and ended up passing out about halfway through. What did um, you fall asleep in? Uh, I fell asleep during the uh, like right after the Naomi and Lana. Did oh in SmackDown. On SmackDown, yes. Oh, okay, I thought you meant wrong. Uh, um, did the match induce your sleep, or you're just tired? I was. I well, I was telling Tyler before the show. Uh, my niece and nephew came over. Um, they're in town for uh, for the week, and so they came over, and we had we had Castle and then we played Mario Kart for about two or three hours uh, until about nine o'clock, and then uh, once they left, I went got in bed, and I w- I had already been running on about three hours of sleep. And so I uh, crawled in bed, started watching it, started fast forwarding, and then all of a sudden, I wake up, the TV is off, and you know, I just didn't know if that was an indictment of the match. No, or no, 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 no. <clears throat> the match was was too was, short. It, wasn't good. The match it was, was good, too short for me to fall asleep on. <laughs> for me to go, nah, this is boring. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I went back and watched that part on YouTube. I watched the uh, the Randy Orton partial promo and gender Mahal thing and the end of the Baron court. I watched all that on YouTube. Um, so I guess we can talk about it. Smackdown while we're talking about Smackdown. Um, what do you like? Um, hmm? it's very millennial of you catching, oh. catching the show in clips on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I do what I can. Um, we didn't get to talk about, uh, money in the bank, which, um, I want to give credit to uh, to the ladies for that Money in the Bank the ladder match because they went out and they worked their asses off for that match. I don't have as much of an issue um, with the finish as a lot of people out there seem to have. Like I understand they're trying to create history, but you also have to consider they're trying to get people talking about it, and that was certainly one way to do it. Is it the right decision? Uh, maybe not, but... They went with that decision, whatever. But I thought the match itself was really, uh, really strong. But um, did you guys have any thoughts of Money in the Bank before we dive into SmackDown? Uh, I mean, I didn't think the match was all that. I mean, we're talking about the women's Money in the Bank match. I didn't think the match was all that. Mm. Um, I think why, why so many people... Okay, first of all, I think the... The whole Carmella thing is another instance of them like using like post kayfabism like in their favor. I think that it was like their intention all along to do what they did because like Daniel Bryan had a tweet out within like not just like within the same show, but within minutes of the match, Daniel Bryan had already tweeted out that this wasn't going down like this and they were going to settle this first thing on SmackDown. So, mm-hmm. so this wasn't like them backpedaling on a reaction that they didn't foresee coming. I think that they knew this, this reaction was coming and I think it's like another, like again, another case of like the post kayfabeism. like what are like, if you, if you were going to say, what is the majority of the audience in general's opinion of Carmella before this, like, what would you say? I would say indifference. I would say, like, no one loves her, no one hates her. People yeah. just sort of, like, see her there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, 
still kind of new and right but to me this is the same and and first of all let me just say that i completely understand why people were critical of this being and i think there is valid criticism in Mm -hmm. people saying this is the first ever women's money in the bank match and a man helped like the the woman the woman win the match and that is criticism that WWE do, WWE has to accept because not only do they pat themselves on the back so hard for their philanthropy and for their women's revolution and when you do that then you have to then you have to take this criticism like head on you have to like take this into account like this match was not just like billed as the first ever like all the way up to it was billed as a historic event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like all the way up to the video package right before the match, they even, it, it wasn't just like this is the first ever. They they showed all the women throughout the history of the WWE and they said, this is our history. This is our revolution. So it was 100% billed as this historic thing. And look, I'm not a woman. I don't want to speak for women and I don't want to, you know, but like in absence of a woman being here on our show, like what I gather from seeing women talk about media in general, like the, the portrayals that women seem to have, like who seem to be tired of and what their biggest problems are is like women being incapable or women only like, like existing in the orbit of men or needing men around. And that is, Yes, there's an argument to be made that she's the power player in that position and that, that Ellsworth is her stooge. And like you could you could validly argue that that's a power position. She's using him, mm-hmm. not the other way around. But just like the fact of the matter is there is like some valid criticism to building this as a historic event as the first time ever. And then you like involve a man in the finish. Now, I can t- I totally can sympathize with that, but what I think that they did, and like to me, to me, what this is is what they did with Roman and the Royal Rumble. They said, well, like, I mean, okay, first of all, like, who is the one person in the whole company that has any legitimate heat? It's Roman Reigns. He's yeah. the only person with real. <laughs> he's the only person who gets a real gut like reaction out of anybody. Everybody else on the card, for the most part, here or there, is this politely cheer the people you like politely Mm -hmm. boo the people you don't whatever it's not you don't like react like from your gut on these people you're just like Mm -hmm. oh that was a good match let's applaud the good match or i don't like that guy let's boo that guy but you don't like get that from your gut reaction but like this whole post kayfabeism thing where like that's how they're able to manipulate your reactions now like this is to me this is the same thing as the roman reigns thing is because they're like we're gonna throw this guy out here like people aren't boo- people aren't booing Roman Reigns because he's having bad performances. People aren't cheering Roman Reigns because he's having good performances. People are reacting <laughs> to Roman Reigns in what they s- the way they feel the company is positioning him. And this to me is the same thing. It's like people were pissed off that the WWE like was going to fuck up again. Like you pat yourself on the back so hard about this like women's revolution thing, and then you go out there and you're so like blind to your own like errors that. Like you have a man involved in the finish of the first ever, you know, women's money in the bank. To me, that's them trying to capitalize on that. That was like because no one has it. Like, like I was trying. You know, you know, I talk in circles and I yeah. explain myself <laughs> very poorly. But like, this is going back to the the Carmella thing. No one has strong feelings about Carmella because 
They just don't, for yeah. whatever reason. If that's on her as a performer or how she's booked or whatever. But that reaction was was not like a yay, good match, or a boo, bad match. That was like, God damn, what the fuck are they doing? That was like a real like reaction from people. People actually like felt like pissed off, you know? Yeah. Now, like, and now she's got that heat. And they tr- they tried to use that to make a make a person. And mm-hmm. like, look, there is some legitimate criticism in the fact that you they pat themselves so hard on the back for like this women's <laughs> revolution thing, and then they have this. But I genuinely believe they knew what they were doing the whole time because sure. it was too quick of a. Daniel Bryan was like, "This is bullshit. We're gonna fix this." this Shane is, McMahon tweeting out yeah, as well. This was, isn't how it's supposed to go. If, they are never that quick to react to fans' like reactions. You know what I mean? Like they they had to. Have, so they had to know what they, did. they were watching along with us. Well, look. I mean, look. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying in my in my in my gut, this is what I feel that's happened. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and if you feel free to disagree and feel free to you know say your argument, I think this was them. Like this is. There is no, like I said a hundred times now, people only politely cheer or politely boo for people they like or people they don't like. They're trying to get like real like gut reactions out of people. And this is like one of the few ways they're going to, there is no possible way left. Yes. Maybe for the, some of the younger crowd out there, there is a like gut reaction to like good guys and bad guys and what people, nobody boos anybody for what they do in the ring or as a character. People boo people over what position they're put in, whether they believe they deserve to be there or not. That's, and I think that they are learning to play with this stuff and mm-hmm. I could be wrong. And like, I don't want to speak for women, like in women that are listening, please feel free to say this is bullshit. And here's why please, you know, whatever. I'm just saying like, I think this was on purpose. I don't think this was backpedaling because they're not that good at fucking backpedaling. <laughs> no, that's <is> true. <laughs> they're not. And you know, they don't have a history of like correcting course so quickly. You know what I mean? Well, to counter that just a little bit, sure, they, they did a, a a great job of making me start to believe that they were going to do that with Big Cass. <clears throat> like, I think they, what I was thinking was, wow, are they are they going to turn him back and be like, you know what, I was just frustrated or something like that? I kind of got that feeling at first. Then, yeah. Then, and then, well, you could tell the awkwardness when he walked yeah. up the ramp. Then I was like, nope. Yeah, I. But but during the time of his apology, and I'm so sorry about that. I've never felt more ashamed. You know, I felt like that they were trying to backtrack that. They were like, oh god, you know, like the the crowd generally doesn't want them to break up, and maybe maybe we could uh, try and save it. You at should some know point. WWE. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's sort of where my mind went with that. They let it linger enough to, because people were shitting on it initially. People weren't buying it initially, and they they let it linger enough to where people are like, oh, maybe they are. And yeah. then, but I mean, along. back to like the Carmella and Ellsworth thing. The first segment on SmackDown, they got a lot of fucking. They got a like a really good reaction off of playing off the stuff from Money in the Bank. Like, Mm -hmm. Ellsworth, whenever he's like, you know what, buddy, you're fucking banned. And, like, the crowd was, like, into it. They were like, fuck this guy. (laughs) We're in the, you know. And, you know, is this going to help make Carmella long-term? We'll see. Who knows? The Mm -hmm. jury's still out. We don't know. But She She still has work to do. But from the only evidence we have to go on, which was SmackDown, what they did seems to have worked for her and for Ellsworth. So... What were your thoughts on uh, the SmackDown segment from last week where she came out and basically addressed, like, look, other people have gotten involved in the matchup. Kane helped Seth Rollins, and y'all didn't seem to have an issue with that. They were 
you know, they were sort of pointing out some of the errors and then, uh, you know, they sort of countered that by saying, well, yeah, Kane got involved, but he didn't grab the briefcase and hand it to Seth Rollins. I mean, I think they were just trying to play on the, like, good villains believe that they didn't do anything wrong or they mm-hmm. believe that they're right. So you give her a strong enough argument to where you can see how she doesn't think she actually broke any rules, which technically she didn't. But you can also, but that you also got to leave enough um, room for, like, the other side of the argument. We're like, yeah, but no one's ever, like, took it off and given it to someone yeah. before. That's like a, that's like a, this is uncharted territory. You yeah, because I, mean? I remember, uh, Tyson Tomko helping Christian try to get the briefcase one year. Uh, he put him on his shoulders and climbed up the ladder. And that uh, was at WrestleMania, I think, like 21 or 22. But um, I mean, I just think if even if Carmella had won this on her own, like without Ellsworth, or even if they had done it, even if they had involved Ellsworth in the finish, but Carmella got the, the briefcase on her own, I don't think she's as good of a position as she is now. Yeah, and that's that could be the reason why they did it because it caused that's such a saying. controversy. That's what you I'm know? saying because like, you don't need to do it with Becky. Mm-hmm. She's already got her spot. You don't need to do it with Charlotte. Yeah, like if you're gonna do that, Tamina's like knees are shot. You can see how she can barely get around. <laughs> I mean, she's she's gonna make you look like James Ellsworth. Tamina's basically like. <laughs> Immobile. She she's not getting around very well. I don't, she doesn't seem to be getting around very well to me. Mm. And I mean, like if you're if they're going to take a chance on somebody, like take a chance, and they did, and it seems like it may pay off. We'll see. Like in the long run, if this if this works or not, it seems to have worked for like you know a couple of weeks. So going back to Tamina a little bit, I, I find it bad that they on commentary they're like, oh, she is so dominant. She's so. You know, this and that, yet they never portray any of that in her matches. Like, she's always the one getting beaten up. She's always taking the pins and all well, that. Well, like in Money in the Bank, they gave her, like, the, the opening, like, little stretch. She mm-hmm. did a lot of, uh, I'm talking about the pay-per-view, not the, right. the second one. Like, yeah, she did I didn't get to watch it on SmackDown okay, this yeah. week because, unfortunately, I fell asleep, but. Yeah, they they gave her like a nice little stretch. She basically got that that Naya, like, opening, like, run through everybody's mm-hmm. spot at the, at the beginning of the pay-per-view match. Hmm. So let's let's go into that matchup, the uh, the rematch, Money in the Bank, second ever uh, Money in the Bank ladder match for the for the ladies, uh, first time it ever took took place outside of a pay per view. Um, so it was Charlotte. You're, you're you're doing that whole like Kevin Owens, I'm the longest reigning like yeah. <laughs> champion thing. She's now a two time, which is twice the two times more than anybody else. Um, it was Carmella, Charlotte, Natalia, Tamina, Becky Lynch, Money in the Bank again. Uh, but this time, James Ellsworth was banned from the arena. Went out kicking and screaming, too. The crotch, when he got crotched, it got over huge, too. Like when they're like, again, what the fuck? And then they crotched him off. Oh, you didn't see the match. I didn't okay. get to see it. Okay, they did the, they, they teased it again where he runs back out during the match. <laughs> He picks her up. He picks the ladder up for her. He starts climbing the ladder like he's going to do it again. Becky comes over, tumps him over. He, like, split legs on the top oh, rope, like, nice. crotches him. And, yeah, they, they they basically, like, teased it again, and they got over. So mm. Not again. So take us through. We don't have to do, like, play-by-play, play, but take us through some of the moments of the match and uh, and then the uh, the finish. What do you think? Ah, the match was fine, and I think the the teases, the callbacks to the match, to to the the uh, the pay per view match, worked in the whole 
they teased uh, the Ellsworth thing again, and I mean, I don't know. I don't think that there's any like spots in particular that that beckon to be like mentioned, but other than the callbacks. But I thought the match was fine. I don't know. Cool. Um, for SmackDown, we got to see uh, the Usos going up against the Hype Bros. Usos end up getting the victory. Then they're confronted by New Day, who then proceed to try and cut a Booker T esque style promo. I don't know if you guys caught that reference, but um, <clears throat> uh, maybe I'm uh, forgetting. Where Biggie comes out and says, "We want the gold." Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gotcha. gold, sucker. Yeah, we coming for you, Usos. Usos. We meant to say Usos. That's what we're going with. Um, you, Usos. I got to see the fashion vice Brizongo interrogating Ascension. Um, Chuckled a, a little bit at that with the concert tickets that they tried to offer to sweeten the deal and in the I end said, of the, what, what was the concert? Oh, I don't remember the artist. Eighties, something like that. Yeah, some like cheesy like eighties rock, or, like eighties pocket. I don't remember what it was off the top of my head, but then they were like, "No, we only listen to thrash." We only listen to thrash metal. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't attack you. Well, then who did? You know, so the question lingers on. Uh, but then, by at the end of the segment, you see their hands reach out and take the tickets. So, turns out they'll, they'll, they'll go see that show. Uh, Naomi defeats Lana in quick fashion after Lama, Lana does Lama. a uh, llama does a uh, a cheap shot, tries to get the advantage. Um, so, but Naomi ends up retaining or winning the match. Uh, Aiden English gets RKO'd in the ring, and then Randy Orton proceeds to cut a promo. Poor Aiden English, he's just gonna be like a jobber. Yep, that's pretty much it. I mean, what else? The world needs jobbers. I yeah, mean, yeah. You know. which uh, I saw. I saw a YouTube video earlier today, and it reminded me of someone who's on the SmackDown roster whom we haven't seen in some time. Where's Sin Cara been? Just a reminder that he's on SmackDown now. All shows. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Randy Orton cut a promo about how he's going to beat the hell out of uh, uh, Jinder Mahal. And Third match is a charm. And he's going to do it several more times if he gets the opportunity. Um, you took out my family, so I got to take out you. Shane McMahon comes out and says, well, hey, if you're talking about taking out family members, you and I have a bit of history. Um, I mean, I know we missed like a week and we didn't really talk about the pay-per-view, but their match... For what it was, the way like they involved like the old timers and stuff, that was pretty well done. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think about the uh, the tag match ending on a count out? Did you have any issues with it, or are you okay? Which with it? tag match were we talking? The uh, Usos and New Day for the tag titles. Oh, that's Money right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I figured that they weren't finished, and so I mean, my my problem in general is that they're treating these like special events, quote-unquote, pay-per-views, like, they come with such frequency that they're treating them just like any other show. They're not mm-hmm. giving, like, satisfying payoffs and finishes to these matches. Yeah. That wasn't the only one. There, there was something else on the card that I was like, oh, they're going to do, th- like, two or three of these fucking finishes. There was, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember thinking it then. Yeah. I don't know. Um, All I've got to say is thank God that we're watching on the network. I, I'm praying that people aren't still... You know, cashing that's, out. That's why they feel that they can deliver or not deliver these mm-hmm. like payoffs and these satisfying conclusions because you're only you're paying ten bucks a month. No one's going to be like, 
I'm so fucking pissed at the show that it's not worth my ten bucks. People, people are just like, it's ten bucks. I'm yeah. gonna just fucking keep it. Yeah, know? it's ten bucks. I'll watch the next pay per view and be equally disappointed. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's, in two weeks, <laughs> like the the price of of the service is so low that you you can't get mad enough to like cancel over it. Mm-hmm. Which is how they feel that they can get away with like being like delivering such unsatisfactory like finishes. To stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm curious if there's people out there still ordering pay-per-views the traditional way, like, on their TV. Not many. I'm sure. Or even if it's still available. I'm sure It's not available in the United States, right? SBO overseas? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Not many. Yeah. There's no telling. Um, But, yeah. Um, Shane McMahon comes out and says, you're going to have a match... Uh, with Jinder Mahal at Battleground, and Jinder gets to pick the stipulation, which he comes out and says it's going to be a Punjabi prison match. And then Great Khali comes out, too. Mm. And they're tag team partners. That'd be fucking rad if they were, like, a stable, though. Yeah. He he said that he was, Khali was his personal <laughs> hero, which is awesome. <laughs> which didn't, uh, that's how he was introduced or something. Like, he was supposed to be, like, the brother-in-law or yeah, yeah something right? like that yeah, something like that yeah so, oh that's weird <laughs> i don't know man what's really funny is that kayfabe news i don't know if you guys follow them on on facebook no. but uh they posted an article that says jinder mahal rehired specifically to use the punjabi prison match again but it was posted five years ago and so they reposted it they're like we can't believe it we predicted the future again so, uh, yeah, for the first time in 10 years, we're going to get to see the Punjabi prison match, which is going to be interesting, to say the least. Um, you think we see a Kali, like, uh, appearance out of this? <laughs> I mean, I'm being serious. Do you think they... Because he's he's over big in India. Like, yeah. Yeah, but can he still wrestle? I don't think he has to. I just think he needs to, like... He just needs it. to do a chop. Yeah. I mean... How much do you have to work could, out for that? Could he ever wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> No, the answer is no. I mean, I mean, just make some sort of appearance to like, like bolster like gender. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all this do is lift his hand and uh, all he's yell. Do is, like stand behind him Boom. and like pat him on the back. Like, yeah, this is my dude. What's this up? Moment. Yeah. Lord, know. you think it's a possibility? That would be cool. I mean, they mentioned him yeah. on air. I mean, anything yeah. is possible in the WWE. As much as I hate to say it, then great colleague can throw the Sing Brothers around. No, he'll they're put, them, he'll put them on his shoulders. On his shoulders. Lift them up. Yeah, he'll lift them and... Ah. Oh, dude. <laughs> actually, it'd be... I'm seeing it now. That would be actually fucking cool if he was just like m- more muscle for the, the entourage. Like, yeah, man. I feel like, like, you know... He doesn't wrestle. He's just the enforcer. Yeah, just throw some fucking head chops on people. Head chop, Or, you know, just chops. Uh, throw some kicks. Kick people in the head. You know, stuff like that. I'll be down. He, he probably can't do that. Okay, well, chops will be fine. He, he definitely chops one of yeah, chops. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a, a one-trick pony. He runs a, he runs a wrestling school. Or, just, okay, his name is on a wrestling school. There you go. I don't know if he's actually Greg doing Greg Colley needs to get hooked up. He does up the with, chop to knock him down, then he does the vice grip on their head. Greg Colley needs to get in touch with Diamond Dallas Page, get some yoga going on. He'll be stretching before you know it, and he can do some kicks. Stretch you. Not kicks. like You know, like a big boot. Kick. Yeah. 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 I'll be down for that. And Seth Rickson would be too. You down with Great Kali? Yeah, you know, you me. know me. You down with Great Kali? Yeah, Boy. you know me. <laughs> Everybody. 
Yeah, we laugh, man, but you know he's still like the coolest dude I know because nope. that time where he was leaning Joe Cool, the- I know. He's oh, leaning man. on the side wearing the I shades. wish I could find that clip because he looked pretty dang cool. Lord have mercy. You know it. You know he, he looked cool. Anywho, Baron Corbin goes up against Sami Zayn. Hey, um, I missed this part. Did they show on SmackDown uh, Mike Kanellis come out? Well, actually, or like... Or is that like exclusive? They came out and they started to do their spiel and then Sammy's music hits and interrupts him and he walks through them. He's like, oh, sorry, sorry. I got to go to my match or whatever. <laughs> like they didn't even. Priorities, you understand. Yeah, yeah. Like they were, they were doing their thing. Like doing, they, they talked for like maybe like 30 seconds and his music hits. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just got to go to the ring for my match. Oh, love. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of uh, Mike Bennett, but um, I'm excited that he's in WWE because I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm keen and like on uh, fresh matchups. So yeah, him with someone that I've never seen before. So and Maria's back. Yeah, um, they're doing that. You know, their same shtick that they did. Love. And, uh, it's a little different. Love is all So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. That's cool. They brought him to the main roster instead of NXT, though. Mm-hmm. Straight to the top. Sure. Cool. Uh, Baron Corbin goes on to defeat Sami Zayn. Then we find out that the Usos are going to face the New Day in a rap battle next week. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, and as we mentioned, Carmella, is she the two-time or is she just Miss Money in the Bank? That's the question now. I don't she know. She can't be two-time. <coughs> two-time? Maybe she can, but... Technically, she's won it twice. Two-time. With a 0% cash-in rate. So there you go. Um, so that covers SmackDown. We'll talk about Raw. Uh, Roman Reigns kicks things off going into his uh, spiel, saying, uh, I, this is still my yard. I'm the big dog. I call the shots, which I found kind of interesting for his character to do because there, he, it, it was almost a heel-type uh, promo in my eyes, or at least in my ears. Well, I think the yard, he keeps bringing up his yard because of the Undertaker thing. Yeah. But it's like he's, uh, it's almost like they're trying to get the crowd to boo him. I don't think they have to try. Well, for those who are still on the fence of the yard. Because um, he was kind of like. I think they're just playing him down the middle. Like he's not necessarily one mm, way or the other. See, I don't know. Because like he, he, he was saying, you know, this is my yard now. Then he said, I make the rules or something along that. Uh, it was like either I'm in charge or I make the rules. Which is kind of a cocky thing to say. Like, I understand, you know, they're trying to build him up as as the next big guy. And then, uh... I mean... That might be looking a little too far into it, but... It might just be confidence. Hmm. Maybe overconfidence. Yeah. But then, uh... The ambulance siren started sounding throughout the arena. An ambulance backed up. Roman Reigns went to go check it out. He was ambushed by Braun Strowman. They fought on the entrance ramp, and then Strowman did a sick toss of Roman Reigns. Got to give props to Reigns for taking that bump because it was just splat into the side of the ambulance. Yeah, I mean, they did the whole, like, I'm going to open the back, and then he's not in there thing. But yeah. after that, it was like a fun like little brawl. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I kind of chuckled a bit at, uh, at Braun. For, it was, he, was, he was getting ready to throw Roman in the back of the ambulance, and he opened the one door, and it was fine. He went to open the second door, couldn't get it. Opened the second door, 
uh, got it open, and then it started to close on, and then he finally just moved in front of the door and and threw Roman in. Rip that fucking thing off. Yeah, but then he can't get <gasps> the satisfaction of like slamming the door shut and patting the back of it and having it drive away with Roman inside. Um. So yeah, I mean Roman, you know. I mean, the stipulation itself doesn't do a whole lot for me, but yeah. these guys have worked really well together, and I'm excited when they see what they put together. Yeah. And Braun is getting such a reaction. Uh, you know, his return uh, last week was insane, the way that the crowd reacted. As soon as the doors swung open, he just stood there, and, you know, comes out to the ring and attacks Roman Reigns. Boy, like, am I happy to see you. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's something that... I told y'all I wasn't going to be out the whole thing. <laughs> uh, they were doing the, he's supposed to be out for four more months. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Comes out and is like, no, Roman, see, you got it all wrong. I'm still not finished with you. And slams him and beat your ass. pretty much beat his ass. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm glad to see that this feud is picking back up, um, because it was the one feud before the injury occurred that I was excited to see. Now we've got this feud and Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar, and I don't care how the match ends at Great Balls of Fire for between Lesnar and Samoa Joe. I am so looking forward to watching the match. God, it feels like almost like a miracle they haven't fucked this up somehow, right? <laughs> yes. Well, they still have say, one more week. I, I was about to say, no, 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 be careful. Don't move. <laughs> yes. Don't move. Don't Everyone say nothing. Just stay <laughs> still. They still have time. Um, they've done such a great job. Um, they were like taken by surprise the, the reaction that Joe got, and they're like, oh, maybe oh, we should. Oh, can actually <laughs> uh, get, a, get a good reaction. Yeah. yeah, it's just been good from these. I was about to say, just soak it in because it's about hey, to be look, over. He's, he's going to lose, but that, yeah. they, they could still in defeat. He can still come off like a badass. Yeah, it's all in how they're going to work the match and what they're going to give him. I mean, and I, how they're going to trade him after. Like it's you know you don't have to. If they after this match, if they just like flush him after this, then it's you know it's all for nothing. But mm-hmm. they don't necessarily have to. I think this is their opportunity to to make a new credible dominant heel champion. Like I know they're not going to pull the trigger, but everyone's complaining that the champion, you know, like they, they put it on Lesnar because he's a credible threat, right? Like he's a legitimate badass well, guy. I think, I think they think he's the closest thing to a draw they have. Yeah. But Outside I feel of Cena. sure. Uh, but I feel like, you know, you can have, by having Joe, if if they were to have Joe defeat Lesnar, that would get a lot of new eyes uh, on Samoa nope. Joe. It, I, it's not gonna. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not saying not that, to the same I'm not level. It couldn't work. I'm not saying it couldn't or wouldn't work. I'm saying it's never happening. He's not winning. Yeah. I'm I'm saying the most we can hope for is they beat him in a way that doesn't squander everything they've done up until this point. Mm-hmm. See, this has been. Awesome, but also seems world weird because the whole goal, like I said, the whole Goldberg thing was a different situation. But well, it doesn't seem like he's gave this to anyone else. Like Dean Ambrose thing, no. Nah. He's uh, he's real picky about who he like will will put over in a strong mm-hmm. manner. I don't really remember the fights before the match with the CM Punk thing, but that was a disappointment too. I yeah. felt like um, I don't know. 
but it, I don't know. I just like haven't whole felt like this face thing. Was like, man, he's he gave him a lot in the in yeah. It. He really did. I mean, the pull apart brawl was great. The fact that Joe walked <laughs> down to the ring and they just butted heads and went right at it. So it's showing that he's not intimidated. He's not afraid of Brock Lesnar. Uh, you know, the, I mean, Brock obviously likes him, or he wouldn't he wouldn't give yeah, this up. Yeah. So I mean, that's why I'm like, oh, just. Just put it on on Joe, like because you would have a full timer who is a credible threat. You're the guy that I took if, out Brock Lesnar. This is just speculation. I wonder if Dean's kind of jealous. I don't know. Situation. I don't know. I didn't feel like he got a good situation with Lesnar. You know what I mean? Not as good. Well, as he this. wanted more of an extreme match, and Lesnar didn't want to do that because he didn't feel like Dean was a guy he he could he could do a lot with. Yeah. I mean, like, look, I mean, Lesnar does go out of his way to make people look badass when he wants to make them look badass. Like, he made Goldberg look awesome, and Goldberg mm-hmm. couldn't do shit. Yeah. Goldberg yeah. got gassed walking to the ring, but he's like, <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm going to let... Headbutt a door. You know? Headbutt a door and get a concussion. And bleed. Bleed. Um, but I, just as a fan, I would really like to see Joe get the title, like... I know, I know, I know. They're you not going to do it. You know, it's either Strowman or Reigns who is going to dethrone. I don't want to see. Lesnar. I don't want to see. Uh, I wouldn't be fine with Strowman. I'm fine with Reigns or Strowman. I feel like we've seen. I mean, obviously we have. We've seen Roman versus Lesnar. I don't want to see that. I w- I have no issues with. They had a really fucking good match. They did. They did. It was a good match. Um, but I don't. I don't know. I'm intrigued by. I know what. I know what a Lesnar Reigns match looks like, and I know mm. that I, I already know that I like it, but I'm like intrigued, like how a Strowman Lesnar match plays mm. out. Yeah. And I, I, I desire that the most just because I'm not sure what that looks like yet. That's two big guys who are surprisingly agile for their size. Yeah. I remember having a conversation with y'all, like when all the Wyatts were on Raw, and that's when they beat down Lesnar and stuff mm. and he was throwing out suplex German suplex to everyone except for Braun and I remember you saying he's too green for that he can't take that German suplex <laughs> you know when he first when he first came on he had like three matches or something crazy like that yeah he's, for his experience level he's phenomenal yeah most improved in he's the only, shortest he only amount had, like, of time a couple of like matches in developmental yeah and I'm sure he, hmm. you know, worked house shows and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, but he picked up. He he did not start his career as a professional wrestler. He was a strong man who got brought into the wrestling world. No, I mean, I I think he like period, including like house shows or whatever, only had a handful of matches before mm-hmm. he was on the roster. I don't think he had like three televised matches and then like a bunch of whatever. I'm just saying like. He only had a handful of matches. Period. Yeah. yeah. But I'm look. I I want to see Joe versus Lesnar. I want to see Strowman versus Lesnar. Like I a, want, like we said, we we've seen Reigns versus Lesnar, which I'm not opposed. I would just prefer other matches. I don't. That one. Well, we are gonna see. We are gonna yeah. see Joe versus yeah. Lesnar, and we are gonna see Strowman versus Lesnar. Mm. We may Town see. I don't know how it's gonna turn out. But I think there's gonna be Balor versus Lesnar. They're gonna do Balor and they're gonna do Seth before they change his title. They've built in stories where they kind of have to. 
unless they go the quick route, unless they're going to hot shot the, their mania plans to like SummerSlam, then maybe not. But have y'all heard the, uh, rumor, uh, as far as Baron Corbin possibly trying to cash in on Lesnar? How's that going to work? He's money in the bank. No, I mean, Lesnar's on. Yeah, but he's got the money in the bank. I don't know if they. I don't know if it specifies that you can only cash in on the WWE champion. I don't know if it says uh, you can't. I don't know if I would like to see Lesnar and Corbin. Well, just saying. I've got no beef with, beef with Corbin. I think he's a project that would work out eventually, but I see too many guys who are ready to go right now. I, I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like Strowman is like vastly like better in every possible. Way. I think he's a better worker and yeah. I think he's a better promo. <laughs> I mean, that's fu- I mean, it sounds funny to say he's a better promo because he yeah. he doesn't he's not like an eloquent speaker, but he doesn't have to be. It's Which not- is funny because like if you go back and listen to his interview with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, that mm-hmm. the podcast he does, he is very well spoken. Yeah, but I mean, just like <laughs> he he doesn't have to like say a bunch of like s- like smart ass stuff. He's just like yeah. Oh, I'm gonna fucking kill you, and you're like, right on, right on, big dude. Would you say he's all brawn? Hey, what does he use to pick up that soda he just dropped? Is it brawny towels? Probably. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He should get a sponsorship. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'm not like a huge fan of Baron Corbin on the mic. Yeah. He's had a couple of. He's better on talking smack than he is at. Like on SmackDown, he's had a couple of promos. Where I've been like, all right, I see where you're, I see where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but I don't think he has a handle on like his his character the way that Braun does. It's which it's a work in progress, shit, which is fine. It's not that hard, but work in progress. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to the, some of those matches. I'm definitely as ridiculous as the title of the pay per view is. I'm greatly looking forward to uh, Great Balls of Fire. With, well, it's shaping up to be a pretty good show. What are the other car? The other matches? I'm. Uh, we're probably going to see Enzo versus Big Cass. That's right. Yeah. We're probably going to see Goldust versus r Truth. Right. We're probably going to see Miz versus Dean Ambrose. That's right. Um, probably going to say see a Hardys. And Hardys and uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, Neville versus Akira Tozawa. Um, which I'm, um, I'm, I'm Sasha Alexa, Sasha and Alexa Bliss. I'm going for that because I hope that Akira wins it. He's part of Titus ah, Brand, man. Ah, they can go all the way with the Titus Brand. That's right. Yeah. Hurra, hurra, hurra. So I believe in Titus it's, Brand. It's Titus Worldwide. No, thank you. Yes. Oh, I, I actually believe. Him. I, I, I'm totally behind <laughs> this. The, the whole Titus thing. It's not even funny. TW no, baby. Um, How they can keep it together long enough to like. Pay Lucha Underground whatever obscene amount of money to get Ricochet out of his, oh, out of his contract. Cool. I just want like all three of them managed by Titus. So oh, yeah. that'd be cool. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, I just want like their little shake cup best friend dudes like managed by Titus <laughs> who can't say their names right and shit. <laughs> Ricochet is that is that how you say it? Ricochet. Um, um, yeah. Go back to Lesnar and uh, Joe. I hope the match itself is not like a domination. I mean, they're already proven right now. It's not going to be domination by just Lesnar and stuff. I, you know, just a slugfest, both mm-hmm. beating the heck out of each other, just this awesomeness all around. Well, I think like Doug said, you know, Lesnar's showing a whole lot in favor of Joe. So I feel like they're actually going to, 
put together a pretty solid matchup because Joe can go, yeah. Lesnar can go, uh, and hell, even uh, Paul Heyman's talking about like this is not going to be your normal match. Obviously, he's he's the hype man. I, I can't believe job, this. But. If you think about it, it's like okay, I was pumped when WWE got Joe. They brought mm-hmm. him NXT. And then he, he even said it in the table for three that he thought it was just NXT was going to be his place. Yeah. From now, you know, that's how they were going to use him. Now look at him. Main roster, main event. He's fucking taking on some uh, the Brock Lesnar. Samoa mm-hmm. Joe's taking on Samoa Joe. Um, yeah. I'm, my money's on Samoa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's Nega so cool, Joe. too? I was talking to someone about this. I still, ha- I mean, it's put he's up. He's actually a nice guy. We're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Samoa Joe, I have that figure with the yeah. uh, the, the whole uh, that value's going up, sir. Yeah, I really wish I have a picture with him, but the the figures on the side you can't tell which figure it was. I wish I had a picture with him, and I just you know showed that mm-hmm. had the figure too. So, but uh, so what you do is for future reference, you take a picture while they're signing it. Yeah, that's your proof. Uh, for people who don't know, I have new listeners. Uh, uh, yeah, I have. Uh, uh, action figure in the package. It's a TNA figure on the back. It has it's Ron the Truth Killings. The figure is Samoa Joe, and the label on the front is Raven. And I got Samoa to Joe to sign it. <laughs> so years ago. So yeah. If you can get all three of those guys to sign it, can yeah. you imagine? Like, I, no, how I much was that bummed. What for? was that show that we were gonna go to, and Raven like had to leave or whatever? We didn't get to see Raven. Was that the? House of Hardcore show? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was that. I was I was pumped because I was, I was going to get Raven to sign that. And he backed out. Mm. And then I would have one signature. Yeah. I, I need... R-Truth. Yeah. We'll get that somehow. Somehow, someday. Some, some way. way. Yes. It will happen. Um, we got to see Finn Balor team up with the Hardy Boys going up against Elias Sampson, Cesaro, and Sheamus. Good guys win. Bad guys lose. Um... I saw, sorry, I'll get, I'll get back into the match, but I saw uh, a Facebook uh, exclusive, a backstage thing with uh, the Hardy Boys and Finn Balor, and mm-hmm. they're, you know, they were saying they were happy to team up and all that stuff, and then uh, uh, Matt Hardy, what, no, they said they were, Matt, was, I can't talk, blah, Matt said he was delighted Mm-hmm. To uh, work with Finn Balor, and then they're talking about Cesar and Sheamus, and it's like, oh, uh, Cesar and Sheamus, when you get in our way, you will be deleted. Hmm. He said that, so I don't they're know. They're teasing it. I don't know. Maybe because it's non televised. I don't know. And then also, uh, wherever they were on Raw, uh, Jeff Hardy says it's been uh, LA. since, huh? Los Angeles. Okay, it's been since 2009 that he's been in that arena. He goes, the last time I was here was like was when I faced CM Punk. He said CM <laughs> Punk. So, hmm, interesting. He mentioned it. Yeah, uh, we almost got to see the match between Goldust and our Truth. Uh, Goldust had his own personal camera person or film operator, however they worded it. Uh, before the match gets underway, Goldust attacks our truth, and uh, can you, can I be honest with you? Like I did not like the whole the whole like duration of this. I was like, 
Is the ref really going to let this guy just be like up in the ring <laughs> while the match is going on? I, hey, man, you got to get out of here. Hey. I, it, didn't, it didn't like register to me like until they're like, this match never got started. I was like, oh, okay. It never got started. And I was like, is the ref just like going to just let the dude stand he's in the ring? Even, he's not doing his job at all. Yeah. Who the f is this guy? <laughs> he's just like dressing all golden and carry a camera and get in the ring? <laughs> hey, he's with me. He's with me. At first, Whenever, because they didn't show the camera person's face, but for whatever reason, I thought it was Rockstar Spud. Oh, really? Yeah, just because like small frame, the hair and all that, whatever. Goldus is tall. He's kind of he tall. is really tall. Um, after that, we got Ms. TV. Oof. Uh, this was pretty bad. Um, I wasn't even looking forward to it because I, I mean, I don't know that guy that well, but I, I read a lot of stuff on him online. Dude runs his mouth. The, uh, yeah, the the older gentleman is the father of the guy, the second guy who came out, um, and he'd been hyping him for the NBA draft, and he got drafted to the Lakers. Yeah, he's making headlines for all the wrong reasons. Um, in this segment, it derailed so fast, and it later crashed and burned. It was like... I think that guy was just trying to entertain his kids because his kids were just laughing the whole time. I don't know, but it was bad to say. That's that's putting it lightly. Um, the also, I didn't hear that thing that the kids said. They must have bleeped it. But I went on no because I didn't hear. I, I didn't hear that. I didn't. I thought he was saying something else, but then I went back and listened to it. I was like, okay, I can hear it. Uh. Lamelo, I uh, found out that's his. That's that was the boy's name. Uh, dropped a certain word, not supposed to be saying on uh, live television to a national audience, but he said it twice. Uh, Dean Ambrose came out, I guess, to try and save the segment, but that fell flat. The crowd was too busy laughing at the Ball family, and uh, they weren't paying attention at all to what Dean was saying. And as soon as he said. It looks like I'm going to be your opponent for Great Balls of Fire. They cued his music and went to commercial. So uh, like get that family out of the ring. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So, uh, Doug, what did you think of this lovely segment? Uh, I mean, look, I didn't know who these dudes were or why I was supposed to care. It ob this obviously wasn't for me. Like, I understand why they did it because they did get a lot of media coverage out of it. Mm -hmm. And apparently, I mean, I don't know if I. Uh, I thought it was dumb. Like I, uh, but I accept that I may be in the minority because a lot of people I saw were like into it, and and maybe it's just one of those things that was not for me, and not every celebrity has to be for me, and that's fine or whatever. I just thought it was dumb. They obviously cut it short because the dude like went into business for himself. Yeah. Uh, my only thought really was like I'm glad this is the Miz that they chose to do this with because. Not everyone would be able to carry themselves. Bet, well, no, not 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 so much that. Miz almost like looked like he lost it a couple of times too, just laughing at the dude. But like the, the thing about the Miz is, it's not his character to be like a tough guy or anything. Mm -hmm. So when the dude is like clowning on him, it doesn't like hurt the Miz really because he's just like a slime ball who like cheats to win or whatever. Yeah. But if like you know, if it was like a dude who's in there who needed to look hard, and then like that dude is just like clowning on him, it's where it's sort of like you pay this dude to show up and clown on one of your guys. Yeah. Did and you see Maurice's reaction? Like she was like, "Oh my god!" Like this needs to end, end. or something. 
Mm, I mean, look, I don't know. Like, obviously, this is they did what it because I saw like so much like outside coverage, mm-hmm. and I even saw people who were into the segment. It, I, I, I can accept that it's just something that wasn't for me, and I thought it was dumb. I don't know. Did you guys see a lot of like positive reaction to it? Because I felt like I did. I didn't see positive. I just saw a lot of people talking about it. And everyone was commenting about the uh, the word that was being used, and it was just. See, I didn't see a lot about. The, I just felt lost. See, I didn't see a lot of talk about the. I mean, I heard pe- people mentioned the like him saying the n word, but like, I didn't feel like anyone was like making that a thing. So, yeah. but uh, I felt like people were for, at least for I was the shit I was looking at. People were into it. And I was just like, well, I'm just not. I'm in the minority on this one. Like I this isn't for me and I can accept that or whatever. But I was just like, who are these people? Why is this happening? I don't, I don't care. Yeah. And what are they trying to promote? What's going well, here, on? I, I get the whole, like, obviously they got what they wanted cause they got a ton of outside coverage on this. But like, to me, this goes back to our discussion that we have every so often where it's like, does that translate into anything meaningful? No. Like, are those, okay. I understand. Like, I didn't know who they were, but I gather just from what they said on the show, he's a basketball player for the Lakers. They're in LA. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Are ba- our our basketball fans gonna tune in for this consistently? Are they gonna you know wrestling's like you know year round? Are they gonna tune in like to see this instead of basketball? Like who to me this is like one of those like they, what does this outside publicity actually accomplish for you? Sure, yeah. people talked about it, but it, does that translate into new fans? Does that translate into a bigger audience? I don't know. I think there is enough like evidence to suggest that it never does. Yeah, I mean like even with like people who I feel like makes sense. Because like the Stephen Amell thing, I was like, oh well, that was well done. He mm-hmm. had a good match. They did they did a cool angle. We, I mean, this is sort of like an- anecdotal evidence, but we know Noah. Like Noah's not a wrestling fan because Stephen Amell was on the fucking like Noah like loves that show, but he doesn't watch wrestling all the time just because that didn't convert him into a fan. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, he may like hang out at like WrestleMania or something, but that's like a social event for him. That's yeah. not, he's not here to like be a fan every week. So who does this shit ever, what does this ever accomplish? Even when it's people that I, that I like, that I think makes sense that are for me, even then I'm like, does this actually accomplish anything? I probably no, not. I, probably I agree. Not. It, it doesn't. Cause I feel like it just, it gets those people just to tune in to that segment or that yeah. show. And then they don't continue to watch, you know, the next episode when that guest or star is gone. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is nothing new. <laughs> They've done celebrities fucking from the beginning. There have always oh been gosh. celebrities around wrestling. Those week to week celebrities they had like every like no, oh, even before no, that, I mean, the very first about, WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole rock and wrestling fucking era was like yeah. founded on like celebrities. So like this is not a new thing for wrestling. But, like, have they ever helped? Maybe they did it one time and they just keep thinking they could, like, rekindle that that thing that worked. But I don't see any evidence that it to support that it works. Yeah. I mean, with people we actually know, like, who like the people that were on the show. 10% of the time it works. I don't know. I mean, it helped to start the whole, you know, like, WrestleMania. Like, would it have been as big as it was without the celebrities? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, some might beg to differ. But... What? You think that... that those handful of celebrities drew like extra house or drew extra like subscriptions. Or? I can't say for certain, but I, you know, I know they get a lot of credit for it. Look, you but yeah, th- think certain celebrities like Drew Carey and Snooki. No, not celebrities like that. But anyways, <laughs> um, 
when I first heard that this Seth family Green. was going to be on there, I was like, oh, that's going to be a perfect tie-in for Titus O'Neil. The ball brand meets the Titus brand. And Titus is going to try to like acquire their brand and, oh, let me run the business for you. And you know, it would have been like a great backstage thing. That's what I thought they were going to do whenever right. I first heard about it. Then it was like, oh, it's going to be Ms. TV. I'm like, what? What is where do they, what are they going to talk about? Right. It was know. just like, oh, let's just have them go out there and give them live mics and be wacky and zany. And to me, it was just a dude going into business for himself. Like yep. it, didn't, it wasn't like a coherent thing that they did. Yeah. Even if it was something I that like, it was not for me. Like I could still be like, well, I see what they were trying to do. I don't know what the fuck they were even trying yeah. to do. I'd like to see what they had in mind for that segment, as opposed to what. Happened. We saw, huh. um, but I mean, I think it's I think it's funny in the in the sense that I think it's funny that the WWE will like try and get people to come because I think it makes them a bigger deal than they are, and then mm-hmm. it can like blow up in their face sometimes. I think that's funny, but I don't think like what the guy was doing was funny. Like the I don't know when he was doing like the oh fuck I'll fu-. I'm, again I'm glad it was the Miz. Actually, I, I don't know. I kind of like to see like him in there with a dude who like takes himself seriously like a Mark Henry is like oh you're gonna fucking clown me come here let me slap the shit out of your ass <laughs> <laughs> like you know I'd like to see him in there with like a legit tough guy who's like oh you're gonna you think uh, you're gonna make a you wanna try and bow up to me <laughs> uh, back in the come day here, if they did that stuff like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall were in there hey is that a Mark <laughs> I don't know man it, it's 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 not for me I guess they got what they wanted out of it I thought it was pretty dumb well I know that they ended up issuing an apology uh, the WWE, that is, uh, over the uh, language that was used, saying you know, I don't, that's, that's not a big deal to me. I don't care about. Oh well, yeah, but uh, you know, I don't know if that was. I don't know why their I, intention. I laughed when that dude up, was running to the to the ring. That was goofy. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Uh, that turns into a six person tag match. Miz teaming up with Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. The with Miz, Ball, the Miz Tourage, if you will. Uh, going up against uh, Dean Ambrose, Heath Slater, and Rhino. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's good to give those two guys something. But you know what? I'm like, in the back <laughs> of my head, I'm like, Bo doesn't have nothing going on. Nope. Just pair him with his brother. I think that's what they might be trying to do. Because if you notice, he's starting to grow That's the, what they're trying to do. No, he's with hair. Miz, though. Yeah. Well, he'll break away from that. But, um... Yeah, I don't remember much about the match, but Miz, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas end up in uh, getting the victory. We got to see the Enzo and Big Cass segment, which we already talked about, which I thought was really well done. Uh, Enzo, you know, being the talker said, that yeah, he is. Like, I know I'm annoying, but you know, you know that we're brothers. I'm yes, refusing. I'm refusing to let this go. I'm refusing to let you walk away from this. And it was really well done. And you could see the the look of shame and regret on Big Cass's face, which is why I bought into it because I'm like, oh man, you know. And then he comes out and is like, yeah, dude. I'm. Ever since then, I've. I knew something was up because there was taking a while to go up the ramp. I was like, they should have cut to another scene for something else. I was like, yeah, he's gonna turn on him. Yeah. And then you see the awkwardness. He's like looking at, looking at uh, uh Enzo. Enzo, and they mm-hmm. close lines. I was like, okay, that was too awkward. Yeah. It's like here it comes, and then boom, the uh, the throw was pretty sick, where he just picked him up and oh, threw yeah. him down the ramp. Yeah. That just that doesn't seem like it would be a. He's a rag doll. Yeah, that seemed quite painful. I have to say, I think Big Cass is going to be Enzo at the pay per view. Oh sure, he's got to. Um, <clears throat> poor Enzo. 
Yeah. Uh, I did like the fact that they came back from commercial break and uh, they showed the announced team and Big Cass comes up and confronts Corey Graves and is like, you ruined, you know, you, you spilled the beans and uh, Kurt Angle told me not to touch you, but you better stay out of my business. So yep. I like the fact that, you know. They booed him in the face. No, <clears throat> he did not. He's been told not to not to touch Corey Graves. And I can't help but think they really fucked up here. Oh, yeah? Well, I mean, I think the split... Like the splits have done about as well as they could do it. Mm-hmm. Also, like does to. like Enzo fancy himself like an actor or something? Like he teared up again, like twice. Like yeah. But uh, in all seriousness, like as soon as this angle with Enzo's over, Cass is fucking lost. He's gonna be thrown to the wolves, and he's not. He's, he's not gonna getting, have to go to SmackDown or something. It doesn't matter where he goes. <coughs> who, name a babyface is gonna carry Cass's ass. Nobody. Ooh. AJ Styles. They, if they if they wanted to turn mm. Cass, they should have just made Enzo his manager because Enzo Enzo can't work and Cass is tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, and what I thought that they were gonna do, like during the together, whole... they work separately. I don't know, bro. Like, part of me was expecting Enzo to say, dude, you know, I understand you want to go for the championships. You want to go for the gold. Let me be in your corner. Yeah. You know, let me be the guy who supports you. Like, I thought that would have been an excellent transition. I think think Enzo could work, too. Like, he just, I think for, like, their relationship is, like, symbiotic. Like, he's Mm got to talk and then... Cass has got to be tall until he learns how to work. <laughs> it's it's that old fashioned uh, that Looney Tunes commercial uh, cartoon with the with the little the little dog standing in front of the the giant bulldog. You yeah. know he's yapping his mouth, but he knows that he's got the the bulldog behind him to protect him. You know that's that's Enzo and Cass to a T. And you take them out, you, you separate them from one another, and it's like uh, oh okay. No. They no they what? they make up for each other's flaws. Yeah. And they so really uh, do. they really do compliment <laughs> each other in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I don't know if Enzo's going to make it. I, I I don't know that if he will or not. I, I don't think the th- best hope for him would be to two oh five, and even that's he can't not work that the great. Style. He can't work the style. Is there really a style in two oh five live these days? You seen how many how many Enzo matches you watched? <laughs> <laughs> The dude that all Enzo knows how to do is sell and get tossed around by Cass. But that's because the he's the small guy. Now he's going in there with other small guys so he can hold his own. I mean, what do you and, do with and him? what is all this evidence to suggest he knows how to work that style of match? I don't know. Oh, uh, you know, the, they're those gonna matches in, in NXT. The, you, know, you know the ones. The after- ones where he sold and got thrown around by Cass? <laughs> so after this, no. he's just going to go around doing comedy stuff. He's the comedy guy. He's going to be in the Santino spot. I don't think he's necessarily has to be comedy. I mean, I think you can tweak like his promo style to be whatever he face or heel. I just don't. If they put him on two hundred five, I don't think he can work the matches because those guys, all the guys on two hundred five, can work. Now they handcuff them. They sort of like funnel them into a style that they want them to work. They tone them down, sure, but those guys can work if they want if they are like allowed to. And Enzo can't. Enzo can talk. But how often are they allowed to? That's the thing. Enzo, Enzo can talk. Yeah, but Enzo is not as barely competent. In my opinion, he's barely competent wrestler. I haven't done. I haven't seen a whole like. What is an Enzo offensive sequence look like? I don't fucking know. Him getting tossed on people, <laughs> but not of his own like volition. Like him getting like someone else picking him up and getting tossed. Mm-hmm. Look, 
I don't think he can hang on to if I'm live. I mean, he may maybe in a non-wrestling role. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the future holds. I mean, um, nobody's fucking watching, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But yeah. I'm not. I've I've got too much on my plate as it is, and I just haven't been able to keep up with two if I've live. I mean, I'm no. I'm just like I'm saying legitimately not that many watch the show, so I, yeah. it probably doesn't matter if he's like any good or not. But I'm just saying that doesn't. I think Cass is just as fucked. Like when mm-hmm. this feud's yeah. over, where's he going? Yep. He's he's going straight to the top, of course. He's gonna fight Brock Lesnar it's at SummerSlam. It's gonna be one of those situations, I bet, where they're gonna. Sp- I mean, they're okay. They're split, and they're gonna try to do the thing of like, you know what? We shouldn't have broke them up. Let's put them back together. I don't think so. I think not, they're, I not think, anytime soon. I think they're gonna be stuck like that. Can you even think of any baby faces that can work with Cass? Maybe Ambrose after the Dean thing. I mean, after the. After the Miz thing, I, who else works with them? I don't know. Them boys are fucked. <laughs> I think it's the whole Damian Sandow a. splitting from Miz. Everyone wanted him to do his own thing, and then he finally broke away from Miz. And no, but nobody asked for this split, though. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, once they split and they had their blow-off feud, it's like, okay, well, now what? And that's, yeah, you know. What, what? Never to be seen again. Again. But, um, yeah, I don't know. They didn't do anything with them as a tag team on the main roster. They could have kept them together while they, like, progressed and, mm-hmm. like, <coughs> tried to get better. Yeah. <coughs> yep. <coughs> but that's not the case. So they're, <coughs> they're dunsky. Um, we got to see Seth Rollins going up against Kurt Hawkins. Five-star matchup by anyone's <coughs> reviews. Kurt um, Hawkins. Yeah, Seth Rollins gets the victory. Bray Wyatt cuts a generic promo about I am God. I'll see you at Great Balls of Fire. Um, balls any interest fire. in this matchup at all? Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt? No, I could, those are like uh, instant like... Done. Yeah, I'm done with those dudes. Uh, it was announced uh, last week that Seth Rollins is going to be on the cover of 2K18. Yay! You seem pumped. Their tag uh, for this. Uh, Be like no one. Yeah, so I don't know if they're going to have a lot of customization in this game. hope so. I mean, that's why I think I hope that, they up their game for it. Because it, was <laughs> it, it. before they went to the new generation, they had so much customization you could do, and they took it away when they went to the next generation. Nah, dude, it's just like a video that they thought was cool, like the Lesnar video last year. Who knows? Do you think they're going to have Predator technology? It's not going to be 2.0. It's going to be probably... <laughs> we should... They're going to be like 3.5 at this point. When was that? Well, 2004? What was the video for where they went through the city and they showed all the guys? That was last year. Okay, then what was the Lesnar-Goldberg also last year? Did they have... Were those both for the same game? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Lesnar was a pre-order. Not Lesnar. Goldberg was Goldberg pre-order. Goldberg was a pre-order. Okay. So the commercials where they put Goldberg and like they get him out of the like bunker and then they drive him mm-hmm. to the thing and also the one where they go through the city and like they're in the bar and shit is all for the same game. Yep. Oh, that seems like a lot of like work to for like the game, huh? Yep. Well, that was the announcement that Goldberg was going to be in the game. Oh, okay, okay. And the other one was just like the other one was like the generic. Oh, gotcha. Here's the here's the actual commercial for it. Yeah, I really think the Rollins is just that this year is that. Like, here's a cool video for the game. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to mean, like, 
I have a lot of bearing on the game. Maybe it is. I could be wrong. I thought the video was pretty sweet. It where he goes fine. into the warehouse and destroys everything. I liked it better before I realized it was Seth Rollins doing it all. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, okay. He's like, man, this is pretty bad. Oh, that's Rollins. Never mind. Shit. Damn it. Uh, we got to see Neville defeat Lince Dorado. Akira Tozawa was ringside for that. Uh, they're getting uh, ready for their like match. Like I said, this whole Titus stuff, like him buttoning in, like what is he? He's a hill face? I don't know. He just wants to get his client over. That's the most important thing. And I like it. Is Paul Heyman a heel or a face? So <laughs> is Akira, like he's with Titus? He, sa- he hasn't said anything. He has not. But it's certainly we don't want. We don't want Akira. He is accepting the VIP lounge area. Hey, look, man, I, I do didn't not have want to Akira that. to turn on Titus. He needs to be with Titus. Sign on that line, Tozawa. Yeah, you need to take this <laughs> brand to the next level. Come on, Tozawa, you can do this. <laughs> Tozawa. So, uh, yeah, we got to see the backstage promo with Paul Heyman ending I with just goodness want gracious. Titus, like fire. fucking managing Dragon Gate guys for no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Let me show you how it's done, boys. So uh, after that, we got to go into the uh, main event of the evening, the first ever women's gauntlet match for Raw. And uh, we kick things off with Bailey going up against Nia Jax. Nia Jax gets the win, which brings out Mickey James. Nia Jax gets the win. Dana Brooke comes out. Nia Jax gets the win. Emma comes out. Nia Jax gets the win. Nia Jax comes out. And Nia Jax, Nia gets, Jax the win. gets the win. And then Sasha Banks comes out, and Sasha Banks gets the win to become number one contender. Oh, Poor yes. Nia Jax, all that work for nothing. It was like Sasha was in the picture. She got out of the picture just to do stuff with Alicia Fox. Yep. And then she's back in the picture. Yep. Weird. Writing. I mean, now what is Alicia doing? She's just bothering. She's What's recovering. It Wait, who? Uh, Alicia Fox? Alicia Fox is still She's recovering with, uh, from an injured neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the beautiful Alicia Fox. You know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did notice that the crowd was starting to show their support of Nia Jax because she was in there for a long time, and uh, and she certainly held her own. But Doug, what did you think of the gauntlet match? That's a lot of not a Nia. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I feel I feel sorry for Bailey because I don't know why they can't see that she could be money if they let her be. She has money. I mean, yeah. I'm sure she has money, but at least I, she didn't go out as fast as Dana Brooke. I mean, yeah. if there's any positive, they given up on Dana. Well, Dana was a lost cause from the beginning. Yeah. And then That's they decided, hey, let's turn her face. Uncharitable. <laughs> it is kind of rude. But. She's not. She hasn't. She doesn't have a ton of experience. They they brought her up almost what like six months of being in NXT, and she didn't do anything before NXT. She was just yeah. like a fitness model. Well, to the it's same not entirely her fault. Is what you I'm could saying. you could say the same argument about Braun Strowman. Yeah, but. But Braun, Braun was a fitness yeah, I mean, that's model. like comparing me to Braun Strowman. Like, yeah, but like you know, Braun Strowman's fucking Braun Strowman. I'm me, you know. Well. That's Dana Brooke. <laughs> I don't know. She's been in there a, a considerable time. And, uh, you know, not saying that she's been given the same opportunities as Braun Strowman, but, you know, I don't know. Whatever. Don't know. Um, 
so yeah, Sasha Banks is the new number one contender. Um, I found it odd that uh, Kurt Angle came out and raised her hand in victory, and then Alexa Bliss came out and they had their stare down, and then I forget was it was it an attack or something that caused Alexa Bliss to to leave, and then uh, Kurt raised the hand of Sasha again. But anyways. Uh, so Sasha Banks, your new number one contender, going to be facing Alexa Bliss at Great Balls of Fire. Uh, that takes us into some hot topics. We've already covered a few uh, in the course of being getting here. Uh, Tyson Kidd is rumored for a backstage role in WWE uh, after his career was unfortunately cut short um, many months ago. Well, it's, been, it's been like two years or something, hasn't it? It's been a long time. It's been a while. It was the Joe, Joe's tryout dark match with the yeah. Buster Buster. That's that's rough, um, but it looks like they might have something for him backstage. So at least it's something. It's fucking least I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, in Impact Wrestling news, as we're getting ready for Slammiversary 15, uh, they have announced that uh, Impact has acquired Global Force Wrestling. Well, we knew that was going to happen, huh? Yeah, I figured it. Once once Jeff Jarrett came back to the company and took. The role that he did, I, I could kind of see it coming. It's like, yeah. What does that mean? Gonna, they're going to air all that ballpark tour, tour footage that they did? That, <laughs> they're like, acquiring the whole library of Global, global Force Wrestling. like AAA baseball stadium shows that they did? Yes. Those TV tapings? Yes. Oh, okay. Like, if they ever get if they ever get behind on TV tapings, they're going <laughs> to run those, those unaired Global Force shows. Exactly. Man, I wish, you I wish somehow we could have got that uh, Scott Steiner thing. Yeah, that would have been nice. What are you talking about? <laughs> I got a uh, uh, press review, uh, press release, sorry, um, that Scott Steiner was open for interviews mm-hmm. uh, in promotion for uh, Slammiversary, and I reached back out and said, hey, get me in on that. I want to interview Big Papa Pump. And so they sent out, he sent out, the person that I spoke to sent out another release saying, due to overwhelming numbers of interest, we're going to limit it instead of like a 15 minute phone conversation to each of you. We're going to have one 30 minute conference call to where people can call into this number. Here's your access code. And uh, no. people will maybe get chosen for questions while he talks about it. You think it. you could rein that man in? No. No. But um, yeah, it would. Uh, I would have liked to have gotten yeah, an interview Papa with Pump. Big Papa How is uh, business going on at Shoney's? That's one of the topics that he was allowed. He was going to talk about. <laughs> I like Shoney's. They also asked him about uh, his crazy YouTube videos and pretty much anything wacky. Is there still a Shoney's like Mm-mm. right over there? Not here. Mm-mm. Not anymore. Houston's the closest one. I guess so. I don't know where nearby Shoney's is. There used to be one. Just uh, what is this right here? On I ten. Yeah, I mean, going underneath back that way. Eh, Fuck it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Final bit of Hot Topic news, and this one's kind of exciting, at least for me. Uh, Mauro Ronaldo is returning to WWE to join NXT commentary. So they worked out a deal. and Something doesn't add up there. No? Something weird about that. What's what's on your mind about it? It just just seems real weird to me that... I mean, there was a lot of talk about like the JBL bullying thing, ourselves included, and like mm-hmm. they, he sort of 
he sort of allowed that to become a thing, like become a story. And so if it's, if that's not true, that's kind of shitty that he would have like a let that become a story, the story that it was. Mm-hmm. He made that one like official statement say, saying that he didn't have anything to do with that, but he didn't do a whole hell of a lot of controlling the narrative on that thing. They got really out of hand if it's not true. Mm-hmm. And if it is true, I think it's a little lame that he could be bought off like that so easily. So either way, I don't, something, something. Well, do you think it might have been a thing where they approached him and like, "Look, dude, we'd we'd love for you to work with us. Let's find a solution. Maybe we can bring you down to NXT." And he'd be like, "Okay, I'd come back for that." Something doesn't seem right to hmm. me about that. Interesting. I think it's a little weird. I think it's more than a little weird how this whole thing played out. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't have the answers. But to me, that something maybe maybe he said, "I'd love to work with you guys, but I don't want to work with JBL." I think. I think he sort of let this thing to become like become a thing that maybe either we were all wrong about, like ourselves included, because we were chiming in about that shit too, and he either let that become a thing, a lot bigger than it was, or, or he he didn't stick to his guns about like to me he he's either like if you can be bought off that easily by something that's supposed to be a big deal that's not cool and also if he let if it wasn't really that big of a deal and he sort of let it become this big deal because it was a big deal like not just us was talking, like everybody was talking about it, it was like mm-hmm. a huge yeah. fucking thing so if he let that become that big of a deal and it wasn't i think that's kind of shitty and if he could if that if it was that big of a deal and he could be bought off so easily to do business with him again, I think that's also shitty. So I don't know, man. Morrow, I don't know, man. Seems a little off to me. I don't know. It doesn't seem on the level to me. So mm. I don't know. You guys could be excited about it. I, I mean, I, I'm not like fuck this dude. I just something. Is he calling this the the NXT takeovers? No, he's he's gonna do the the tapings. Like as Tom well. Phillips is out. Oh, what's there. he doing? He's what's, doing SmackDown. Oh, okay. That's yeah. all he's going to do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, Phillips had sort of been out, and it's sort of been like... Uh, Nigel and... Um, Percy. Yeah. But it was like a 30-minute booth for a while, so... Mm-hmm. Um, this is another segue, but it has nothing to do with wrestling. Uh, Morrow is calling the uh, Mayweather and... Uh, McGregor. McGregor. Yeah. Thing. Uh I mean, I'm gonna watch it because I'm I'm still interested in it, even mm-hmm. though I don't know how it's gonna play out. But what do you mean? No, it's gonna play, <laughs> gonna play out like all of the <laughs> other 41, 40 matches that Mayweather has had. McGregor's cashing out, dude. Yeah, Mayweather's gonna whoop that ass. <laughs> he's not. I don't know about that, but may, not like you say he's gonna whoop his ass. I'm picturing like black eyes and bloody noses. Like I don't, I don't see it he's going out, that way. Okay, Mayweather's gonna outbox that ass. <laughs> he's, he's he's gonna do what Mayweather does best. He's very agile. He defensive. He, he's, yeah, he's very defensive. Uh, he's gonna so, hit. He's gonna hit Connor a lot, and he's not gonna get hit. Yeah, like you I, think, I don't see this. You gonna, think Connor's gonna get pissed off and throw a throw a uh, kick? <laughs> oh, I hope he does. <laughs> just to just to set the world ablaze. Um, because they're already going to be making buku money on this. And this is like to me. I just think he's cashing out. He's like, yeah. the, the UFC like buyout things. Like people are seeing it go away that they, they don't like. And even though he's still like the biggest guy, it's probably 
trending away from like star driven business and it's get, becoming more of like a WWE thing where the brand draws instead of mm-hmm. the stars. And he's like, fuck this. I'm about to cash out. Cause he's going to make like a hundred like million or whatever the fuck he's making. That's a lot of fucking money. He's yes. probably just cashing out. He's probably, I'll take an ass whooping for a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll take an ass whooping for $100 million. <laughs> <laughs> I'll step in the ring to Floyd. <laughs> I mean, look, I'll take one punch and I'll go down. I'll take There'll be two hits in that match. His fist to your face and your face to the mat. I mean, I'll take a fuck. <laughs> I'll take an ass I will take an ass whooping for significant, for much, much less. We're talking a- nine figures, sir. I will happily take that money. I mean, I'll and take Everyone's going to buy into that fight, too. I'll take oh, yeah. A- I'll take an ass whooping for much less than nine figures. I'll take an ass. I'll take an ass whooping for six figures. Hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. You'd step I'll in take there an ass whooping for hundred grand right fucking now. So if anyone out there wants to <laughs> personally whip Doug's ass, any, any, all you have to do is anyone, come up with a hundred thousand dollars. Any famous fighter out there oh, want to beat up it's on gotta a? Be fighters. Well, it's got a Famous. draw. It's got a well, draw. Sure. Got, well, not necessarily. Got, if they, if someone comes up to you and says, "I've got a hundred thousand dollars in my hand," let me kick we the got shit Doug out of you. No doubt. Versus Any, data five thousand. <laughs> anybody out there with a hundred a hundred G's want to beat the shit out of a chubby middle-aged white dude? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking let's let's make this happen. Let's, let's do it. Let's sign the contract. There you go. What's no, it gonna I'm, take? I'm looking, Tyler, what's your what's your lowball number? Lowball. I'll, I'll look at yeah. less than a hundred thousand. I'll I'll take an ass for, for for fifty G's. Fifty G's. You can have fifty thousand dollars on a platter. <laughs> no, I'm the same, same fifty. I'll do, I'll do fifty thousand plus medical, whatever my medical bills oh, yeah, are. Okay, yeah, because I'm good. probably gonna need facial reconstruction. That's that's a good and, point. Uh, that's a good point. I'm fat, so you know, chubby boy yeah. got to eat. That's a good point. Yeah. Got to get that good hospital food. Fifty plus medical is a good. That's a good. That's a good idea. <laughs> medical and dental. Yeah. <laughs> and I get a mouth guard. Shit, you know what? No, I'm gonna let him knock the teeth out because I'm gonna get those fucking implants. We get all the teeth. I'm getting all the teeth. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I'm gonna good get stuff. that nice smile. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting implants. I'm never. I'm never getting cavities ever again. So you need to want medical and dental. That's right. All right. Plus fifty G's. Same for you. That's right. Yeah. What about vision? Do we need vision? Ah, fuck, I can barely see now. No, I'm just kidding. Laser corrective surgery on them, man. It messed up my good eye. I can actually see pretty well, so I'm, I think I'm all right. All right. I've always wanted glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wondered how I look I got 50-30. What? There you go. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. If you have any questions for us, leave it on our YouTube channel, WNS Video, or our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com or WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. And subscribe to us on iTunes if you so choose by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. And all you have to do is search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, yes, the podcast is on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore There you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. Wubba dub dub. I'm Tyler Aber. I'm Doug. Tiny Rick. And we'll catch you all next week.